0: Hey, you're Myra. Hi. So am I. Are, am I just looking at you guys, you just, just look pretending at us. that yeah. the camera's just not there? Just pretend like the camera's <laughs> not there. It's okay. very natural. Okay. <laughs>
1: okay. Hi, I'm Myra. And I'm so chill and this is besties in business B2B TV and if you've ever wondered if you could build a better mousetrap uh, Gabriella Rosati <laughs> of Gabriella Bridal New York did exactly that after she went bridal shopping with some of her friends and was kind of appalled by the lack of service and lack of style and subsequently launched Gabriella New York which is probably one of our favorite bridal
0: thank it's you it's high
1: fashion I think yeah. is the important thing to know So, <laughs>
0: Gabriella do you want to tell us a little bit about this genesis and kind Kind of how it all came to be. Sure, Um, two of my very best friends got engaged right around the same time, so I went wedding dress shopping with them, and I had this vision in my mind of how it was going to be. And then we got there, and it was not at all what I thought it was going to be. We had our pretty woman moment of telling them what our budget was, and and then the woman saying, "We'll see if we have anything for you." (laughs) Nothing for you. Yeah. (laughs) Big mistake. (laughs) Huge. So, which was shocking to me. And 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 you know a lot of salons. And this was you know over ten years ago. Things have changed somewhat since then. Mm-hmm. But still, there's a lot of salons where the dresses are in a stock room, and you tell the person what you want, and they go back and bring it out. And I felt like very stressed by this. It was like I want to see what's in that stock room. You know, that's right. not how women <laughs> shop, right? Yeah. You know? yeah. Um, oh my gosh! He, Until yeah. you just said that.
1: That's the number one different yeah, thing. Yeah. Yes. You're yeah. like, bring me a magical
0: black shoe. Yeah. yeah. Right, yeah right. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, it's right, like you don't right. walk into, you know, J. Crew and say, I'm looking for a navy sweater. You, I mean, right, you know, go right. to the stock room and bring it back. You want to see what the options are. And I think that's especially true with a wedding dress because you've never worn one before. Right. and You don't really know what you want. You look through magazines and online, but you really have never tried one on. So it's this total mystery and you have to kind of see it. And I think girls have an emotional response to mm-hmm. the gowns when they see them and you know girls you know people all the time will walk in and say oh I want this and they'll describe something and then they end up with something completely different you know so right. that's was my main thing I wanted them all to be out I wanted it to be small and I wanted I wanted people just to be nice you know right. like
1: <laughs> something crazy of you, being know? Nice. Yeah. you know yeah No, I always remember um, when we went uh, I was engaged I'm no longer married but when I went to Barney's had a bridal department at the time yeah and They were Awful. And I love Barneys, yeah. but it was like yeah. just so rude, like literally la- it's it laughed me out of dodge. It's with, sort of yeah. shocking. And I
0: grew up in the Midwest, so that is just not even in my, <laughs> Midwest. yeah, right. yeah, exactly. Right. exactly. I mean, it's just nice. Nice. Just Midwest, right? Yeah. Like you just It just was shocking to me because you just wouldn't get that in the Midwest right. anywhere. But you came from a retail background. I did. And you had open stores.
1: Yes. So the bridal portion was new, but the kind of retail portion was Right. Wasn't. Well,
0: so I worked at Ralph Lauren for a long time. And and I was in the buying office for the US retail stores mm-hmm. and part of that a new president had just come on when I started and he wanted to open more retail stores and also sort of close down redo and reopen a lot of the existing ones and so I spent a lot of time going to these different places and opening or reopening stores and I, it's amazing that I had that experience because I got to see how does Ralph Lauren do it mm-hmm. and he was right. very much involved and, and you know they don't do anything with it being really really well done so right. it was really good training for me to see.
1: okay but no that's not a small because that's first base was a real estate like gold mine right the meatpacking district yeah yeah Yeah.
0: Yeah. yep so that was I mean it took me a long time to find the right space Mm -hmm. um, because I wanted a lot of natural light I needed you know I wanted to be really open I wanted to have a New York feel that was me you know so my aesthetic so I wanted those hardwood floors and those you know old you know those touches Um, but I didn't have a million dollars so that's the problem in New York City right Right. so so going into the meatpacking district sort of allowed me to get that because I got in there early enough right. that the rent I could manage the rent um, so I went to second floor when I went to second yes. floor uh-huh. because I didn't even want even if I had the money to do it which I didn't but even right. if I had the money to do ground floor <laughs> in New York City I didn't want that because I felt like it's an appointment only business so you don't need it and also there's something sort of you need privacy there's secret yeah. I don't want someone walking mm-hmm. by seeing me trying on a wedding gown you know <laughs> right it's like, it, right, you right, right. kind of need it to be hidden a bit I yeah think, so. so
2: from Ralph Lauren like, how does it become then like when you're in bridal how do you start out right? Because yeah,
0: it's a good question. Well, so I started out by taking everything I had been doing in my whole career and trying to apply it to bridal, which was like a spreadsheet with like how many lace dresses and how many cap sleeves and how many. And like I quickly was like, all right, tear that up because yeah. like, bridal just doesn't work that way. It so work that way. Um, it took me a while to adjust to that way of thinking, which was more what bride is this, you know, and, right. and it's not about whether it's strapless or lace or sequins. It's about where is she getting getting married, What is this a classic bride, is this, you know, mm. she getting married in Brooklyn, is she, you know, what is her, is it a church, is it a synagogue, and sort of going down that road and making sure I had the right dresses for each of those types of right. women, uh-huh. uh, which, and then of course there were certain designers, right. um, which one of my biggest obstacles in the beginning was getting people to sell to me, um, uh-huh. I, got, I got a lot of rejection. Um, really? Yeah, you I'm know. Like, I'm not asking for free, guys. I know, it's like, I want to <laughs> give you my money. <laughs> like, I, I have money to give you in exchange for these dresses. But, you know, I mean, there were a couple things. First of all, you're in New York so there's a lot of competition right. people were already designers were already represented in different stores and they didn't you know I kept saying to them but I'm downtown I'm in the meatpacking I'm gonna get a totally different clientele and we're in New York City so not only do you get the 10 million people that live here you get all the people that fly here from around the world to go wedding dress shopping oh my gosh so there's a nice yeah there's enough brides to go around yeah um, and so it took a lot a lot of convincing and begging and and you know, a lot most people just said no to me in the beginning. Wow. And I had um, a personal relationship with the people at Marquesa and so they had an exclusive agreement with Bergdorfs that I knew was coming to an end and I begged them, you know, I will do anything, just even just one dress. Just let me put Marquesa on my website. Yeah. Because the bridal was new yeah. for them then. Right. And because of that relationship they let me do it with a lot of like oh, Okay, okay, okay. And it's been great, and I still carry them, and we're doing great with them. And then once I, I had a similar experience with Angel Sanchez, and, what mm-hmm. you know, so that started, and then other designers right. slowly once came. Once other
2: designers know right. that this is something that is going to work. Right,
0: right. and right. and then in the meatpacking, I remember one person saying, like, the meatpacking, are you crazy? You know, and so once then the meatpacking really started to make its change, it mm-hmm. became a little more like, okay, we kind of get it. Right.
1: But, you know what, I think one thing that I've always noticed from the outside, that you've taken a real hand in forming real relationships with a lot of your designers yes, yes and yes. I feel like that goes quite a long way and in, in absolutely not just contributing I'm sure to your bottom line but also to the feel of the salon I it's, think it does I it, think
0: it's a good observation because it, I to me we only carry 10 designers so right. if you're gonna be in my store that means we're in business together mm-hmm. and I it's that's incredibly important if, right. if I lose one of my designers that's a big hit for me right um, and I also you know from my previous experience in research tell I understand what they do and I really respect it and I make sure that they know that right and so that just you know from the beginning really helps our relationship and then they develop these relationships with my stylists, who then pass that on to the bride to give them personal information about them this is what she was thinking when she designed this dress or right, oh my right. gosh she lives right over her studios right over here and you know it just it makes it more personal because it is more personal
2: right right it makes you feel like there was some thought from that person. Like sometimes, exactly. it's just seem like names, but they're people. They're actually they're people. Actually, yeah. right. And,
1: and right. And I think that people don't realize, like, fashion is a very difficult business. Absolutely. So they're like, not, it, I don't know, we did the, I was at a trunk show once, this years ago, and I, I think it was Elizabeth Fillmore was yeah, there, who I love. Who's She's such a one lovely, of my lovely person. Yeah. And it was like, Elizabeth Fillmore is not sleeping before bridal fashion week. No. I was, no. Like it was like, <laughs> yeah. like you literally felt like
0: you that yeah. that channeling. She's of a it. great and, example yeah. because her line, I mean, that is her. Mm-hmm. She puts so much into every single gown. And you'll notice when she has a collection, you're not seeing 25 looks. You're seeing yeah. 10 right. or 12. And every single gown she has lived and breathed for months leading up to it you know how important do you think editing is to keeping a luxury brand I mean I can't say enough about editing because there's two ways designers do it they either make you do the editing or they do the editing Mm -hmm. for you Mm -hmm. and it's obviously not only easier for me when they do the editing but usually (laughs) it's a better representation of the collection and of their line and of them personally so I think it's incredibly important and it just makes it a little more special yeah you know yeah so
1: okay we always talk about this because I call people that come from corporate jobs and go into other things like domesticated cats (laughs) let out into the wild. Uh, What was it like going from having kind of the steady paycheck to then like, And and how did you, was it like friends and family investment to getting it started? Because it's a lot of money to get the samples. It's a lot. Well, and exactly. You have to
0: buy, and this is something a lot of people are kind of surprised about. I own every dress in the shop. So when you first open, not only do you have to do rent in New York City, like first and last month's rent and a security deposit and the broker, all of that, Mm -hmm. then you have to put so much money down to buy all those gowns up front. Right. So I tried to do a small business loan, um, unsuccessfully. Right. <laughs> which was, I mean, that's a whole. That's like, yeah. So
2: that's its, it's, segment. it's, it's own, own segment. segment. It's yeah. It's own segment.
0: Uh, I tried really hard to, and I, I didn't get it. And then I appealed, and then I did get it actually. And then at the last minute, they realized that they didn't tell me that my lease term had to be the same as my loan term, and I had signed my lease. And it wasn't the same as the loan term, so it got pulled after I had placed the order for the dresses. Of course. Which was, I'll never forget that moment ever in my life of pure panic. Yeah. Um, And so... I just felt it. Yeah. Oh, (laughs) man. Because I had placed the orders. I mean, I was in it. Yeah. um, And I had quit my job. (laughs) So I was was really in it. Um, So, you know, in the end, I ended up getting... I, investors so I got half the money from investors I put together a whole proposal sent it out it was mostly friends and family and I did it um, I tried to get one person to do it all and I almost did but not quite so I did small like five ten fifteen thousand dollars from multiple people mm-hmm. and then I did one larger loan from my family which you know my dad came up with a family of entrepreneurs and I had initially gone to him for the money and he was like, no. no, like just straight oh, up no, yeah. like no, nothing, just like no. <laughs> Worse than the bank. Yeah, exactly. I'm like, Wait, but you're my dad, you know. And and then of course, in my time of panic, he he, and I get it, and I respect it. He wanted me to go through the proper channels and and Mm -hmm. to go through if he handed me money I wouldn't have had to work for it and I wouldn't have appreciated it and so after I'd gone through all of it he gave me a loan with interest like very you know above board which I have paid off now finally over time But I was lucky to have that I was very lucky to have that
1: yeah what would you be be your bit of advice for people that don't have the cash like you know I I think that that's some of these people like this would be a great idea but I I, don't have the money yeah
0: well there's so (laughs) many people out there who want to fund small businesses Mm -hmm. and I didn't realize that at the time and once you start doing research I also had a great resource um, New York City small business solutions they have a whole government agency who is just there to help small businesses in New York which is me and I'm sure many cities across the country have Mm -hmm. that right Um, but you just have to ask yeah that's the thing and it's hard to ask for money it doesn't come easily Easily. and I got the greatest advice which was you have to propose it as you're giving them the opportunity right. to invest in this business. It's great. And, and I needed to get there in my mind yeah. because I felt so uncomfortable being like, give me money. I, I, I know I'm going to do a good job and work really hard. And so, you, okay, you don't have to give me any money, I understand, before they even had the chance. You know? right. But right. you have to look, you have to have confidence in yourself right. and your business. I think writing a business plan is incredibly important mm-hmm. to go through the process to understand what you're doing, and then you have something to show them. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm.
2: Uh, yeah, I mean, I think it's it's really interesting because in some ways, like getting a second wave of funding is so much easier than the unit, absolutely, right? Absolutely, absolutely. I think that sometimes you feel really like. I haven't figured out what this business.
0: Right, right, I have right. Well, in meeting right. with these people who you know are angel investors or whatever, whoever they are, every time you take a meeting, it gives you the opportunity to learn something. Yeah, you know, they give you feedback, and these people have the money for a reason, right? They know what they're doing, right. and they can give you so much help and advice and point you in the right direction. There's a lot of people out there with money who are dying to fund a small business.
1: That's a really good point, and I think you know what I was. The thing that hit me was that sometimes people have an idea and they're so focused on the idea that they actually don't think about the idea that they're also launching a business. Yeah. So yes. they're not yes. looking for, the, they're closing their eyes to the resources that are around them in a yeah. lot of ways. Yes. Like, because they're like, well, I just want to get my website up or right. I want to
0: get my blank going. Right. And they're so not like, thinking not, big enough. I not, remember doing my business plan and sitting there in my apartment and going through the spreadsheet and I was finally like forcing myself to do the money part, you know, yeah. these Excel spreadsheets. And as I started doing it, I remember the moment and I was like, oh, wow, I could make some money doing this. It hadn't even (laughs) occurred to me. Like, I just knew I wanted to do this thing. I had the idea. I knew I could make it better. And then it was like, oh, I could actually make some money. So that's exactly right. A lot of people don't even think of it as the business. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So what do you think, like how much, how much does trend versus timeless, like play into how you stock the store with brick and mortar? Yeah. I just like, I was passing my anthropology and you know, I guess they opened up Beholden in yeah. their stores, and I literally was like, oh. Like, it was like the de-specialing of a wedding dress yeah, all of a sudden, was so yeah. just like, it's literally next to like a knit
0: sweater. Like, right. it was like, <laughs> Right, right, <laughs> right, right. Was like, right, So, but that's kind of one part of the market. Right? It is, and I mean. it. It is, and I I don't know how successful they've been, but I do know when the whole thing first started, of like the online wedding dress and stuff, and it made me a little nervous. Mm -hmm. And then I was like, no, we're selling the experience as well as the dress. And it's something people want to come to with their mom or their best friend or bridesmaid or or whoever, and they want to have that experience. And in terms of... You know the trend of like the style. I do think there are trends, and it's interesting right. because there are some women, and this is always interesting to me. You'll see. I mean, we're in New York City, right? So you'll see these women come in, and they're just like they're so stylish. They so know what they're doing in terms of you know right. what they're wearing, and but at the end of the day, they want a classic, timeless wedding gown. Right. You also see the opposite, right? But it it. You just don't know. It's yeah. it's the ultimate. You cannot judge a book by its cover. Yeah, you know. Yeah. So, but there are trends. I mean, right now, we're in a very sexy trend for wedding gowns, like yeah. very, you know, showing skin and the skin tight and the low back and all of that. And girls are going for it. Yeah. I mean, they yeah. really are going for it. Yeah. So, you never know. You oh really gosh. never know. Yeah. I-
1: I'm just thinking about how I'm not ready to
0: be showing skin. (laughs) I know, right? It's like, put your sunglasses on, like it couldn't possibly be (laughs) paler, like, yeah, yeah, but I think we made it through the winter, right? How
1: has it been, like, we were joking before, but, like, you know, we've, now that we had in the time that we've had this business, we've had both been single, I was married, I was divorced, she was in a relationship, in a different relationship, married, like, how has it been, like, changing your your personal life has changed yeah. so much in the time since you've yeah. had the business and what's what has that helped you do as a better better as a business owner and how is that like
0: you know i Change mean i things. think for me particularly going through a breakup, a pretty significant breakup. Someone I was living with and was with for a long time, and I was 31 and thought like we were gonna get married, and then it was like, and oh, we're not. Shop. And then I'm having to go into work every day and have girls come in who are getting married and be like, you look amazing. <laughs> I like, you know, it's like, I'm really happy for you. I really am. Yeah. Um, so it's hard. You know, yeah. you go through these personal things and it's and it's hard, but at the end of the day. It's your business and I'm so thankful that I had this to distract me from the Mm -hmm. harder times you know Um, because if I were just going to my corporate job it's so easy to get distracted and to be like I really don't care about this but this you know this is my baby right so I do really care so it was great to be able to walk in and literally leave it at the door and put all of my energy into this and then you know eventually I did meet my husband I remember when we were dating the first time he came over to my apartment to pick me up and I wasn't ready and he was hanging out in my living room and I came out and he goes, you need to get some different reading material because it was literally all (laughs) bridal (laughs) magazines. And I was like, oh my gosh, this is like how to like lose a guy. Like just yeah. put wedding <laughs> magazines all over your apartment, <laughs> like, you know? We had
2: similar issues. Yeah.
0: I mean, yeah. it's like, it's work. I swear I'm not crazy. Like, yeah. you know. Um, so, yeah, you know, and then going through getting married when you own a dress shop and you know, I mean, there was, I put pressure on myself. I felt the pressure of like, what is she going to wear, you know? But we t- I tried to just really separate and mm-hmm. try to make it, okay, this is about he and I right. and not yeah. about the dress or the industry or anything else. Else, right. which I think we, we went to Vermont we tried to get as far away yeah. as possible I think yeah. we kind of succeeded so. and then kids like has that yeah. Time oh, yeah, them. It, yeah oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah I mean the kid thing was the biggest game-changer obviously yeah um, because like I said I always say the store really was like my first child yeah and, and yeah. it was always came first above everything and then you have a child and you can't really be selfish anymore. Mm -hmm. Um, And so, but I think it's been great because it forced me to let go. It forced me to allow other people to do things that I was doing that other people were perfectly capable of doing. Um, And it really, it kind of gave me a new freedom of feeling like, oh, I don't have to be at the store every single day because right. when you have a baby you can't right? I mean you literally can't be there every day. Right. And so you're forced into this and it's a really good thing. Yeah,
2: I feel like sometimes we hold on yeah.
0: to things when Absolutely. We Absolutely. And when you're forced to let go, I mean, when I had my my oldest son, I my manager who was amazing who was like making fun of me because I had trained her to like the nth degree on everything in preparation for going out to have the baby. At one point she was like I got it. You know, I was like, <laughs> I know, I know, this is hard. To when is this baby going to have Seriously, this baby? Like enough already. Um, and so she, we had it all planned. She was getting married. I couldn't go to her wedding because it was four weeks before mm-hmm. my due date, and she was getting married in Chicago. So she was going into the wedding. I was going to bridal market, and the baby was due a month later. We were set, and then the last day of bridal market, I had the baby, and she, <laughs> and she was already gone to go get married. And it was like, this is not how this is supposed to happen. Like, you know. It was just like complete chaos. I'm calling the store being like I know I'm supposed to be there but I'm actually going to the hospital and I know like don't tell Leah because I don't want her to be stressed out because she's getting married right now but oh like gosh. we have all these orders that have to be placed and she and I are the only ones who know how to do it and so like you know the store is like calling my designers being like this oh my bride gosh. needs a size 8 ivory like calling <laughs> oh in gosh. orders like you know <laughs> as I'm like in the hospital like oh please let nothing go wrong with like and I'm thinking please yeah. let nothing go wrong but with the store sure, like, yeah, know. like yeah yeah yeah. But I
2: think that those things, you know, teach you
0: that it works out. It all worked out. I mean, miraculously, there were no mistakes, there were like no problems whatsoever, you know. And that's about having good people. Right. You know, I mean, I I think your team is just like, one of the things I wish, you know, if I could go back and do things over, I would have hired people sooner. I felt so stressed about money and spending the money, Mm. and I now know spending the money on good people is absolutely worth it and you'll get it back in your bottom line right you know yes so that I really wish I would have done that sooner
1: yeah you just
0: asked our next question for oh well there you go (laughs) (laughs) same with marketing like I wish I would have put more money into advertising in the beginning when no one knew who I was right you know you kinda have to the whole PR and marketing thing changes I think as your business changes but in the beginning when you're trying to get the word out I thought it would come to me The business would come to me and it, it It didn't. I should have put more money into Really getting the word out initially that we were here. Right. But again, I was so nervous to spend money. Money. You know? Yeah, and
2: I think that you learn along the way, right? Absolutely.
1: Yeah, and it's hard because, like, it's a different type of fiscal responsibility with the business than it is. Well, I had other people's money. Right.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So I was just very conscientious of every single dollar that I spent. And I also opened the store in July of 2008, and the Uh, entire world fell apart like 10 minutes later. So literally. Literally. Like, Lehman closed in September. Yeah, like, I mean, it, it was yeah. a really, really tough time to have a new business. Yeah, and I mean, we it, that was that first eighteen months was brutal. Yeah, and but I'm glad I went through it because mm-hmm. we survived somehow miraculously, mm-hmm. um, and it was really tough. But now I've developed really good habits in terms of spending. Mm-hmm. And I also appreciate every single moment of success we have because, right. I mean, I, it was, you know, I had to move out of my apartment. I was sleeping on a friend's couch. I yeah. mean, it was like, I couldn't even afford to take the subway. I was like walking to work. I mean, yeah. it was it was, t- I mean, it was tough for everyone. Yeah. But it was especially oh God, being a new a business, selling expensive yeah. wedding gowns. Yeah, it's just, <laughs> well, people were ashamed to spend money Absolutely. for a really long time. Absolutely. And so
1: that was really hard. It right? was really
0: Hard and I had an opening price point designer who I still have has been amazing is Amy Cashell and I that January I remember we only sold Amy Cashell yeah Yeah. because they were like two thousand twenty five hundred and it was like perfect you know so interesting where do you see it in five years. Like, conversation I have with my husband a lot. Um, you know, when I first started, I thought I'd be opening multiple stores. Uh-huh. That was my growth strategy. But now I've got two, I, mean, I have a four month old and a three year old. I mean, right. I don't want to be on a plane. I, you know, I want to, and I think you really need to physically be there, especially in the beginning. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. for right now, I, I won't say that's out of the question. I do think in the future that could happen. Maybe 10. But yeah, maybe yeah. 10. I just, for now, I can't imagine doing that. Um, so. I think, you know, we've moved, we're almost at our two-year mark of moving to a larger space. So we we need to sort of grow into that space, mm-hmm. you know, so I think, it, so one of the things Moving to the space, it took longer to catch up from a sales perspective than I thought. I thought because you know my rent is doubled, my payroll's doubled, right. sales didn't double. Yeah. You know, I well, mean, because you're
1: thinking I just need space for more appointments. That's right. That's right. Right. And mm-hmm. it, it doesn't
0: work out exactly yeah. like right, that. Right. Um, so that's been a really good learning experience for me. Um, so getting and now we're we're back in like a great place with the store. But that first year was really tough, you know. Yeah. Um, so I think we will just. For now, I think getting us into a great place in this space is my immediate goal, which we're finally there. I always think about if I could do something that has the Gabriella New York label on it, not necessarily a dress line, but something else. Mm -hmm. Because I don't really want to compete with my designers, and I have amazing Mm -hmm. designers, and Mm -hmm. that is not my area of expertise. Mm -hmm. So um, that's something that I've thought about doing. Mm -hmm. It's sort of always in the back of my mind. Yeah. Um, And then from there, I think it will be opening another store in another city. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. When, we'll when
1: everybody's at school, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly, exactly. College, no <laughs> Oh my gosh! Thank yeah. you so much. Yes, yeah, yeah, absolutely. So much for us. Of course, my pleasure. Know, a lot of fun. And um, Gabriella is at Gabriella Bridal on social, or is it just Gabri- uh, Gabriella Bridal? Gabriella yep. Bridal. And uh, you can check out this video at bestiesinbusiness.com with all the other videos, and on social media at bestiesinbiz. Thank you. <laughs> Yay.